which is exactly, basically, what we just said. The Pasuk is, it's the end of uh, uh, Yom Shlishi. I forget which capital, maybe you know by heart. It's one of my favorite nigunim in Chabad. I always love those words, but the words really struck deep. I've taken, I've taken, like, like, I've taken, how do you say it? I've, uh, yeah, like shelter. I'm, 
And, and, and when I choose to do that, like when that's my decision, I have no reason to ever be ashamed if that's my decision in life. Which we've just said is basically our, our decision-making going into Rosh Hashanah. Right? And then right away the sniggin came with the words which doesn't usually happen. It's just the, one, of the, one of the worst things is when it happens right before Shachris. Because it messed, you know, I was, it messes me, it messed me, it messed up <laughs> a chunk of my shach. It's happened a few times, it messed up a chunk of my shachas. Because I was, I was trying to remember it the whole time. So I, I didn't know what to do at that moment. Like I said, do I, do I, what do you do? Like, do you say, uh, whatever, you know, if it's meant to be, I'll remember it. Davin shachas. But then you, you can't ignore it, it's still there. So um, this is, I think, what, what, what it was. It was just an hour ago, so I think, I think it was this, okay? Well, I'm doing it now, but I'm sharing what, though? That's the thing. Is it then, you know what I mean? Like, what's the niggin? But um, it, it expresses everything that I think we're, I'm, I'm feeling. I don't know if it's exactly it, but, uh, you know, I figure if I can't share it here now, then where could I share it, you know? Hashem Chasisi Becha 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 Hashem Chasisi Becha 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 Hashem Chasisi Oh 
Copies of today's uh, of today's learning for those that need. Yeah. You got mad. Yeah. All right, Chavis. So, um, what a week! What a what an amazing week! What a bracha! Thank you all for for just a, a very powerful week. You know, this shir, I have to say, like, there's so many shirim during the week, but this shir, it, it strikes something in people because I'm, it's, it's very interesting. It's very interesting that we're touching upon a very sensitive subjects, talking about how, we, how we're presenting our Shabbos table. So we decided, you know, the rest of Perik Yud Gimel is a very long chapter. Perik Yud Gimel, we've been doing it for a while. And we were focusing for quite some time about the importance and the role that Zmirot that the nigunim, the zmiras, the Shabbos table play. And I know it's been a very, uh, thank you, it's been a very, you know, strong nikuda for many people, and I'm just so inspired by Chaver that have shared with me that, like, they really, their Shabbos tables are, they're, they're taking that avoda and making it lemaisa. And to see what it's like with their children and the whole experience, like the letter I shared last week, and then responses to the letter that I shared last week, this unbelievable thing. So, I was looking at the rest of that parak, which is a long parak, really continues to focus on just avoda of, of music, the kedusha of music. It's of, not music, of nigunim. Um, but because, you know, the shir is a chanel Shabbos shir, Friday morning getting ready for Shabbos, so we're, I, I saved those Torahs for certain times during the year that we're going to be learning throughout the year, the teachings that he has. And we're going to start today a new parak, parak Yudalid. And parak Yudalid, it, it keeps us at the Shabbos table. It, it, we're still at the Shabbos table. We're not going anywhere else, but just looking at the kedusha of the Shabbos table from a different angle. If you see, look at if you look at the rest of Parak Yud Gimel. It's the it's the most beautiful teachings, but it's really focusing more and more on different understandings of Koach and Megina, which we've spent, Baruch Hashem, at least three months on in total. So you know, it's, some people are obsessed to say that their, their whole learning is so that they could do a siyum, and it's always a holy thing to do a siyum. But if it's an obsession in order to do a siyum, 
you may, especially in the context of a shir that's called the Chana Shabbos, you, you just have to be, you know, focused on what the point of, of Talmud Torah is. And it's, it, right? The point of Talmud Torah is to, to, to stick with where you're at right now. Like someone called me last night, a physician, a, 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 a physician, with an, a, an, a very interesting shaila regarding where he works on Shabbos in the hospital. Whatever, it's a whole long sugya about it's a machlokas between Rabbi Shlomo Zalman Arbach and Rabbi Moshe Feinstein. Rabbi Moshe Feinstein is much more machmir than Rabbi Shlomo Zalman Arbach regarding the permission of doctors on Shabbos, what they can and can't do on Shabbos. It's a, it's a long sugya. And um, a person felt when he was younger, this was the shita, and he even wrote an article about it, but he's in a different place in life right now, and he's had Eretz Yisrael in him for many years right now, and he's feeling different, and he, he just wanted to make sure that what he's feeling is not a cop-out, but it's that it's coming from a place of, of emes. Like, according to one of the shitas, he was much more holding by Rabbi Moshe Feinstein's mahalach, and now he, he feels more connected to Rabbi Shalom Zaman Arbach's mahalach. But the, the question that he had for himself was, how do I know if, it's, if I'm being for real with, my, with the way I'm approaching the halacha, right? It was a very inspiring, it was very awe, it was very, very thoughtful uh, back and forth. Very inspiring to me. Like very, uh, I don't know, it taught me a lot. But again, with, with learning as well, everything in our learning, like every time we come and learn here, alavai, we should finish every sefer we ever open. Alavai, alavai. But not L'shem saying that we finished it. You hear what I'm saying, right? You hear what I'm saying, yeah. Okay. Perek Yudalit. Perek Yudalit is a beautiful, beautiful perek. And uh, I just, Be'ez Hashem, all the, all the, Seat uh, Dishmaya, all the help that we need from Shemaim to be able to be plugged in. Are there any extra papers for anyone that needs? Any extra ones? Is one more? Alan, do you want? You're sharing with, with, whatever you want. Shulchan HaShabbat, he says, is Miyesodei HaYadut. Miyesodei HaYadut. That terminology is a very Chazak language. That the Chavez table is from the Yesodei Hayadut. It's from the foundations of Yiddishkeit. What is he speaking about right now? Yesh ladat shashulchan Shabbat Kodesh hu echad mi Yesodei Hayadut u chedai hadavai sheyateh ha'av katef beyom shishi sheyeh habayit mesudar begashmiyos. Look what he's doing to us. You think he's going to tell us something so spiritual and mystic and he's saying, since the Shabbos table is the, one of the foundations, the principles of Yiddishkeit. What does it mean, Yikedai she'adavar she'yateha av katef? Do you know what that means? Good job. <laughs> In what level? Physically, Physically yeah. <laughs> He's saying, Abbas, husbands, men. Yeah, it's you. Don't ever say to, your, to, to the house, listen, I, I didn't have a proper, I need 45 minutes of achanas of... of Kavanas of the mikvah. Before I go in, I can't right now. I can't be busy with setting a table. I can't be busy right now with <coughs> I, I don't know dvarim kolkach. You know lo ruchanim. What's that? A lot of the tzaddikim, our chacham ben tzira bashavu, used to sit there and actually peel the potatoes. Betach, a lot. Betach, a lot of it. Bena. A lot of stories like this. It's everywhere throughout all our. It got lost somewhere. I don't know when in the context of Jewish was like, Hachanas are, you know. Huh? Chas <laughs> v'shalom. I know, but, but yeah, but yes. Meaning, even if you don't say it, 
like saying it inside, you know, chas v'chalila. So that's what he, he develops this. Again, uchdaya davar sheyatei av katef biyom shishi sheyabayit mesudaya begashmins, kedei sheyuchlu l'shevet b'shulchan ha'shabat b'archav ha'sadas. It's tomeret, anything, the peeling of potatoes, the laundry, the, the garbage, the gri- whatever it needs to, you know, grilling is already became like a ruchni thing, right? A ruchni thing, but, you know, whatever it is, you're doing it so that when Shabbos comes, atayoshev k'mamash k'mo melech, or k'mo ben melech. That when you do sit at the Shabbos table, there's harchava sadas, meaning that you have, you have the, 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 the availability to push it, be there, and that everything is set. And he says, you know what? This is Eitzah. I know that some people say this should, this should not be, uh, you know, there, there shouldn't be incentives when it comes to Chinuch, you know? There shouldn't be incentives, meaning prizes waiting for them to act the way that they should, even though I don't know what that word should means in the context of almost anything. Shlomo once said should is almost like a word of Avodah Zarah. Because should means that something that is not happening should be happening. Which means that the way that Hashem is making, running the world, there's some chisar in it. You have to be careful with the word should. He spoke about so, candy secrets. Right? He spoke, nachon, nachon, and, and, I'm, and I'm seeing even over here. You know, Baruch Hashem, we have strong learning throughout the day. And it's unbelievable. From morning, you know, from nights. On, but then, you know, there's night seder, that's, we have to, where is Hashem? We, that's the place we have to pick it up. And we were discussing it yesterday, and we were saying, you know what, maybe, like, we were thinking about uh, a pizza, right, for, for adults, you know, you're thinking, kids, whatever it is, whatever the incentive is, it has to be, but he's saying, Shabbos table, make sure, like, if, if need be, he says, He's not even saying they're doing anything. He's not even saying the kid that says the best vote or the kid that sings the best. He says, no. Pashat menshlachkeit at the Shabbos table. Whatever that means, right? He says, He says, for someone that looks like this, but you should really make sure your children congregate around you during the during the meal, by holy talk. And he's gonna this he's gonna speak about a lot. And then sometimes you could obviously a great thing would be that each child should say something beautiful about the parsha. And then you can add something beautiful, not Khalila to show them, you know, that, that it's so much deeper than what they said. Like, you have no idea how many times, I speak about this a lot of, a lot of Rabbanim, that after they give a vort, or they give a Torah, there's always that first person that comes up to him afterwards to tell them about the Ramban that they missed, or, or some kind of a Tosvos that, you know, they didn't know about it. We're not talking, and then it's like, it's just to show that they know. It's part of the deal. But like one time I remember I was in Ish Kodesh on Friday night and one of my and I was eating by Rebbe that Friday night and I saw a friend of mine charge Rav Weinberger after davening. I'm like, please don't tell him like Reb Nachman says or, you know, just don't. And I just turned my head. I didn't want to see what he was going to try to tell him after davening, right? So 
when my, and it's a friend of mine that came in for that Shabbos. I wasn't with him for Friday night. I was by Rav Weinberg. So he says to me, you know, I met this friend of yours after that. I'm like, oh, man. So he says to me, no. He came up to me, and, he's, and Rebbe said, I was waiting for him to tell me, like, you know, an Arachayim that I didn't mention or something. And, and he looked at me and he said, could I give Rebbe a hug? And he said, ah, I know he was one of your chavras. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. That was tremendous. Great, great guy. Mamasha, Zisa, a good friend of mine. He was out in uh, Pomona, a good guy. Anyway. Yeah, so he's saying over here, like, after, after your child shares something, there's also, if it's matim, if it's matim, you have to be very sensitive about this. If it's matim, then you say, oh my God, that, you know, in, in a way that they feel empowered, not Khalila, oh, you're so cute, you know? They say, oh, wow, you know, that also reminds me of this, or whatever it is to, to, to find it. These are all simple etzas about the Shabbos table. Always, I would say like this, always have one Rebbe story in your, in, your, in your arsenal when you go to the table. Like you want to you really prepare? You want to really prepare for your children? You want to make a real hachana? Have, always have one short <clears throat> Rebbe story. And if your kids have, the, you know, a, more, a, a longer, uh, you know, uh, attention span, then go weiter, go longer. Like there's some families I see, I see what it's like. I see the way the kids are waiting every Friday, even if they don't admit it, and usually they won't, that they're waiting for that tale, for that story. Hasidic story, it doesn't, Hasidic, stories about Sadiq, it doesn't, it doesn't, it happens to be, we haven't, we have such a ma'agar, we have such a library of, 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 of tzaddikim stories, but any type of story that could be me'orer, machshavot tovot. If you really want to like say, I'm really makpid on my chinuch, then you do it. And even if you don't have kids yet, then you make sure that your wife is waiting for it as well. You make sure that that's part of, of the Shabbos table. It's not, and then it's not enforcement. It's not... This is what's happening now. Get ready for the Kotzker, no matter what. We're not talking like that. It's to create this natural energy, this natural meshicha, natural attraction, where the kid is mi'orah, and there's an anticipation for this week after week. It's a very, I mean, it's a very special thing. Every single week. It's not pshutot today. We're not going too, too wild, okay? The Kama Ma'alot, now he says over here, <coughs> we have to be Shabbos, Shabbos table yidden. Shabbos table yidden. He's going to explain. The kama ma'alot tovot b'davar. Kodem kol yoshvim chaburah kedoshah be'echad. U'medavrim divrei chizuk. What a beautiful thing. That when the, the only time we really are sitting together, hey maloni galarik. We're not just doing it for nothing. There's something strong that's emanating from the table. The shamati me'avim ori alav shalom. His father was a big, big tzaddik. His name was Reb David Shechter. David Schechter, he wasn't born Breslover, he became a Breslover. I don't remember exactly what age, but he was part of that Chabura Kedosha of the first Breslovers in Yerushalayim. That, remember, I don't know if I shared this with you, it's a whole story how they were basically in the Rova and they were taken into captivity by the Jordanians. And it was a whole story how to get them out of the captivity. They speak Tzadikim, Reb Shmuel Horowitz, Reb, uh, Reb Shmuel Shapira, Reb David Shechter, I have a whole safe run, just that, that whole mile. These were of them. These guys were of them. 
It's amazing that his father, his father was Mamish, a chassid. But because he grew up in the Rova, he knew fluent Arabic, but he was so white. It was such an, an a chassid. So this chassid, Mamish, this Ashkenazi chassid, was, had the most incredible interactions with the, with the Ishmaelim, speaking their language. They loved the fact that he could talk, they talk so, so smooth. It wasn't like a broken Arabic, it was like Mamash Kacha. So his father quotes him a lot, Rabbi David Shechter. Shamati Mavi Muriel Vashalam Shkashira Yum Chapsim Shiduch, so when someone was looking for a match, Haya Nusach Shemechapsim Bachur Funagudn Tish, which means they were looking for a Bachur from a good table. Fun a good tish, from a good table. What was that referring to? Hainu Shibabatim Sheshamit Nalu Shulchan Shabbat Karaui. What was on that what was on that, you know, list that you'd given, you know? I get all the time, I'm sure you guys do also. You know, the resumes, you know what their resume said? Shulchan Shabbat Kehil Chato. That was like an Indian on the resumes of like, you know, shidduch proposals. It's amazing how, how like, times have changed, you know? <laughs> like what's on the resumes sometimes, you know? What people are looking for and what's on the, people are, what people are willing to share about themselves or what they're proud to share about. Right? But back in the day it was, ah, there. He comes from a good table. It didn't. On the pshat, it meant you know he came from a good home, but really it meant the way he's darshaning it is that Shabbos was Shabbos, the Shabbos table was the Shabbos table, and the truth is, when you think about that, if a person comes from that stock, that's a really good indication of what their home is going to look like. That's a beautiful thing. Funaguten tish. Right. How are they? How, how are they going to know? Nachon. There's no, the indicator, it's a good indicator of success, more so in the school, for example. Yeah. Better than studying, eating together as a family. Yeah. So here he's saying, okay, so that, that's on the pshat, psychological level, right? Here he's saying, you know, like, like also the funagut and tish. Now, I don't know if he's saying that, maybe, let's see how he ends it. Sham gadlu banim tovim. That's where good children were raised. bait be'alma. So he said, ah, this Bachar, he came from a Shabbos table and not a Bayis Ba'alma. Bayis Ba'alma means like, just he had a home. Bayis Ba'alma, he just had a home. Now he, he, he continues here. Zichurani me'agon ha'choshuv Rabbi Eliyahu Rata Zechet Tzalek Levracha. We're in Perik Yudalit, Chavar Dav Kuf Memhe, Perik Yudalit. I remember from the Gon, I have to make sure, I'm not sure who is referring, I think he may be referring to someone, but I'm not sure. But for now, it's just, we'll refer to him as a mechanech nifla. B'miuchad l'tzayirim, haya shakua kol yamav b'avodas ha-kodesh el-chinuch ador. This is tzadik. His life was dedicated to figuring out what the best education is for children. Haya shakua kol yamav b'avodat ha-kodesh el-chinuch ador. When a Yid would come and complain to him, and he's saying, my kinderlach aren't giving me any nachas, I want you to think, he'd said. I want you to think about the following. Tell me what the topic of conversation is at your Shabbos table. That's what he said. Do you discuss current events, current events news? Do you 
Maisius Mitzadikim? Or, or is the topic of conversation that your children are hearing at that moment of the Shabbos table of the Tish, you know, stories about Yerat Shamaim, stories of Tzadikim, Shekol Uvda Mitzadik Yeshba Shvira Sayetze. Because you have to understand something. He said, every Chassidish tale that you hear has some kind of a koach of attacking, uh, of attacking the Yetzirah, of actually Shvirat Yetzir. We think it's just nice stuff, like nice addition, like a nice idea. This Tzadik said, actually, every, and it's so true. Anyone that hears a story and remembers the story of a Tzadik, it's poil on places we're not even aware of, subconsciously. It's really like that. Every story we hear, Every story of tzaddikim, it does, and I see it, you know, sometimes like, last night I had a really special night with the chevra up here, the chevra from Eish Torah, from Eish Gesher, and Eish Torah came, came, to, came up here. I don't know, it was like 100, 140 chevra. And I, I realized early on that, and especially if, you know, there's so many words and tarahs to say, but I realized right away that with this chevra, one story, this, all, my, all they need, they don't even need nigunim. They need one story. One good story. I hope I chose the right one, you know. I don't, I mean, you never know. One story could be poil on you, Kabbalah's on Lachus Shamayim, infinitely more than all the divrei Torah you hear. That's not to say that divrei Torah aren't important, but if the children know that there's going to be a story every week at the Shabbos table, wow, big stuff. And if anyone needs help in this, this is something I personally would go out of my way to help anyone with any of these things. Lemaisa, I'm just saying it. You never hear me say that, but I'm, I'm saying it like about this. It's mamash, because I believe it's a. It's a. I actually believe it's an emergency. I believe it's an emergency. Eighty percent of the calls we get here is, is all week is what about about the kids, the kids, the youth. Always the youth. What's going? Sometimes it's it really boils down to things that you'd never think of. Like Eitzel's like this. I believe in it with all my heart. All my heart. My Abba, we had a lot of good stuff. You know, we, we, we had a lot of music. And obviously, and a lot of nigunim, zmiras, always. It's just the nature of the, the Shabbos that we were blessed to grow up. But no matter what, even if my father didn't have a, 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 his own story, he always took home the most beautiful uh, Alon Shabbat of Chabad called Sichas HaShavuah still going till today, right? Since I'm a little kid. You know that one? Though? Now it's orange. We have it, I think, right? It's Sichat HaShavuah, the Lubavitch pamphlet. Back then, they used to change the color uh, every single week to get it more, but five years ago, Tzirei Agudas Chabad decided, let's just keep it. We need a color, we need a brand, and it became, it's, it's orange. It's upstairs. It's the Hebrew one. And in the third page, till today, I think, it's Maaseh Shaya Kachaya. It's a story. Every single week, and my father would read it to us every Friday night. Every Friday night, it was always an Indian. And he would add, That you have to hear Arev. Arev means sweet stories that bound your soul with the Neshama of the Shabbos table. This tzaddik said, I know amazing guys that they basically... They are fruits of the Shabbos table. That's, what they, that's how he would define them. Fruits of the Shabbos table, kind of guys. That's such a beautiful thing, you know? That's just it's such an amazing thing. And we could do this. We, it's, it's our Bechira. It's our choice. And we could do it. And it should be done with Simcha. Like, again, sometimes we hear Torahs like this and we're like, 
oh my God, we have to like kipeda to make sure it's like this because we we learned this is an eitz. Well, no, we have to we have to do it panim yafot. You got to do this avoda with a smile. Now force, no force, it, and eventually it'll it'll happen. It'll flow. It'll flow naturally. And you got to just, Hashem knew what he was doing when he gave you the children that you have. It's a very important Indian. So that means he trusts you to figure out how to make the tree grow and how to make the fruit blossom. And these are things that are happening at the Shabbos table. It's like amazing how we, we once said, it could be that the whole chinuch that children receive at home is watching the mother light Shabbos candles. Everything is included in that. It could be. That sometimes, Bemet, all a child needs to have not just Shabbos, Yirat Shamaim, Ahavas HaTorah, Ahavas Abrinas, is just by being present at looking at the mother, the way she lights Shabbos tables with the consciousness of it. It's be the same exact thing. Maybe our children's whole Yiddishkeit is dependent on that moment of you sharing a story at the Shabbos table. Now, if that's the case, wouldn't we do anything to make sure we create that environment and that we show up ready? Yes. Bezrat Hashem. Can you recommend a book? Many. Oh, infinitely. Sure. I'll, I'll write it on the list. 100%. Many. I wouldn't even, honestly, look at, go into my office, you know, look at every section. Amash, tons, 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 tales. One that comes to mind right now, just like this, short ones, is Rav Tversky. Zatzal has one, I think, what's it called? It's a, it's a, it's a small one. Tales of the Old Hasidim, I think it's called. Did any of you ever see it? Yeah, it's, by, it's an art scroll one, yeah. yeah. Larger format. I have, a, I have it in a small... Tales of... It's like Shabbos stories or something. It's it's pashut, simple. One, if the... <coughs> I'll tell you my favorite one, if the kids have koyach. The Sefer Lamed Vav. Lamed Vav is one of the most amazing books. It's our, our dear friend, she should have her Sultana Midlo, uh, Rav Aaron Leibowitz's mother-in-law. She put out a book maybe 20 years, 20, maybe even more, 25 years ago called Lamed Vav. Red, red cover with a beautiful picture of Reb Shlomo. 36 tales of the tzaddikim that Reb Shlomo used to say over. Though she re- Not only did she choose some of the best ones, the way that she wrote it out, uh, not wrote it out, the way that she basically edited it, it's unbelievable. That's a great one, Lamed Vav. Highly recommended. But they put out something in Hebrew a few years ago called Yachad, also stories of Reb Shlomo, that he, that he said about the tzaddikim. Those are, those are great as well. I think it gets called Yachad Kulam Kedusha. There are many, there are many, many of them. We should, find, we should find those that touch our souls and that touch our children's souls. Right, let's, do, let's do just, you know, no, the next one is really a longer one. We're going to continue with a lot of Eitzes for... I'm just going to give you a little bit of... Ah, we're not going to have Shir next Friday. It's Erev Rosh Hashanah. Shabbat Shuba, we're going to have Shir. But the, what he's going to continue is something that's going to be very sensitive, even a more sensitive topic. You know, when we... If I had to ask you right now, I'm just going to end with this. If I had to ask you, close your eyes. What's the imagery of your parent that you remember as a child? What position were they in? What position were they in? If I had to ask you, what position were they, were they in? Can you go there in your mind for a second? What position were your mother and father in, right? Bichlal, <clears throat> and then we'll go also to the Shabbos table. Good, Shaila, right? Bichlal, and then also at the Shabbos table. Okay? So, 
he's going to say something really startling. You know, that the tikkun, basically, that could happen at the Shabbos table. For today's, I mean, he's not saying it about this because it's not even a shaila in his circles, but I'm taking it for us. That the last imagery we would ever want our children to have of us that they remember is this. <laughs> and unfortunately, that is a big one. Big one. One of the places to, to, to shoot a dart at that imagery is at the Shabbos table. And we're going we're gonna to discover that a bit more. So it's deep avoda. Very, very big stuff. Again, dvarim pshutim me'od, but stuff, hashavim hashavim l'chom nefesh. Should be a beautiful Shabbos, everyone. Yom shekulo Shabbos. We should just continue to give each other koach to keep on going strong. Amen.